It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, September 15th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Another episode of the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less Piss cast. Here we go. You had an eventful morning, Shawnee. You had some excitement bright and early today. Yeah, it was crazy. I was walking into work and I heard what sounded like a gunshot. Like, it's very quiet in the morning. It was 5 a.m., so you can imagine the streets are dead quiet. And there was this noise that it was so loud. It, it sounded like it came from probably a block away, mm-hmm. but it was like echoing off the buildings and it was just one shot. And I was like... Yeah, I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. because sometimes you hear those mufflers that kind of pop, and they can sound like multiple shots, but this was just one bang? One bang, and it was super loud, and I was just kind of debated for a bit, and I was like, do I phone the cops about this? Like, it might have been something else, but then I was trying to think of what else it possibly could have been, and I was like, maybe a tire blew, but... Then you'd think you'd hear some other noise after. It was super weird because right before that, when I was driving into work this morning, I was just a block away. And as I'm driving, this dude cuts right in front of me and I had to veer out of the lane and go into oncoming traffic, which again, it's early. There's no traffic. This happened this morning too? This was this morning right before. And the guy was kind of hovering weirdly off in like a block away so I didn't know if the two had something to do with one another or what so I, I did I wound up finding phoning cops and just saying look this all just happened you said um, they were combing the the yeah. alleys around here yeah they uh, they have bright lights that uh, they had turned on and I didn't realize this but there were police cars with these really bright spotlights and then there was another car with them that had a huge light and I guess they were yeah looking for Someone bleeding Someone out in an, an alley, alley somewhere, or? which is messed up. But yeah, well, yeah. yeah. If not a gunshot, what else could it be? Well, that's like what I was trying to think. Firing, yeah. so maybe somebody who had a dilly bar and then blew up the bag and popped it. If your dilly bar made that loud a noise, <laughs> that would be the most impressive thing. I know because sometimes you'll hear sounds in the city and you're like, "Is that a gunshot?" Because I know we have gun violence here. Yes, I know we do. When I lived in Edmonton, I was walking down an alley just just off White Avenue. If you're familiar with Edmonton, it's like the first alley south of White Avenue. And we were walking to a bar, me and some friends. We heard a gunshot, and then this car came peeling out of the alley, and we had to jump to get out of the way because it was going to like run us over. And then there were a bunch of bouncers from one of the bars like running after it, trying to get the plate number because I guess there had been a shooting just up the road from us. And we were like that close to it. So. Yeah, well, it was a bit spooky because as I was walking to work when I heard that, I then expected, you know, maybe to hear a car speeding or something, and I was about to get into the doors here, and then there's a street kind of right by our doors, and I was like, I don't actually know if I want to go any further <laughs> right now, because I was a, I was like, I don't know, are they going to rush down the street, and I'm going to be, yeah, it was a bit of a spooky, I was just like, what do I do now? Okay. Uh-huh. And all this happening real early, when there's nobody else around. Yeah, at five in the morning with no one else here, I was like, oh, it's dark out, pitch black, or like, okay, hmm. Well, the rest of the show was good. The rest of the morning was fun. We yes. had a good time today. We were going to talk about uh, the rules our parents had for having like girls over or boys over when we were growing up. And etymology, what happens when you're overtired? Something my kids are doing that's pretty funny and clever, mischievous. Um, uh, people are starting to come back after COVID financially, and that's a good thing to see. Shauna's got a story about that. Something spooky happened at my son Bo's school on the weekend, or just the other day. There's a conspiracy in the chess world. I don't know if you've heard about this one or not. It's messed up, man. I'm looking to make a purchase for my house right now, and you have to think about this purchase more differently than you do anything else that you buy. Uh, and something that our, our friend did at a hotel 
just recently that was pretty funny. We'll, we'll start with that after your out of context clip of the show. Just little times even where, you know, I'm staring at the front door of my condo and I'm using my car key to try and unlock it. Like, why is it? BNS in 20 minutes or less. So a friend of ours is staying at a hotel right now and um, he had a situation happen. And he posted this video to Instagram to explain what had happened. And I was just dying when I watched it. And you know what? I was going to try and relay it to you. And I'm like, I'm just going to play this video. So basically what happened is he's in this hotel. He went for a little swim. And then he he decided. It was time to hit the hot tub. And uh, it was bubbly. And it was like one guy and one girl in there. And no one was talking. Everyone was just keeping themselves. And uh, the bubbles died down, and I was going to go up and hit the button. But I really needed to fart. And um, <laughs> turns out, when the bubbles started going, <laughs> and uh, all is silent, I may as well just walked into a gymnasium and farted. Uh, because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I, I literally just sat down and farted in the hot tub. And they... <laughs> Looked at me. It was audible. Uh, it was it was bubbly, and it was embarrassing. So I uh, waited forty five seconds, and then just got up and walked away. No one said a word. So he went and sat down in the hot tub, farted, and got up and left. What a freak! What a monster! That's what he just like. What do I do? If you're in the hot tub and this happens, so like, what do you do as a stranger too? Like, they, they of course did What would you do? I would leave too. You can't stay there after that. No, and no one's oh like. Oh my god. <laughs> So, did he, like, were the bubbles going, and then he thought the bubbles would disguise, yeah. and then they stopped at just the right time? Is that what happened? Well, it sounds like the bubbles kind of just stopped, and he just didn't think too much of it, and just <laughs> let her like, go, and then was Brah. like, oh my god, the bubbles are done. <laughs> I guess that is the risk that you take when you're blowing him in public, right? Honestly, like, yeah. You, if you, if you want to be blowing him in public, you're playing with fire, man. So, <laughs> and you know how it's all like tiled and stuff around these hot tubs. I yeah. just imagine it <laughs> echoing. <laughs> <as well. laughs> it's so echoey in those hotel so, pools that you can't even really talk to anyone because it's just too it's much. So echoey. Too much I could just imagine. It's just yeah. Oh, 16 That's more times funny. they got to hear it. He lets one go. Just in, <laughs> just in case there was any mistake, that echo's coming back around. If I was one of the other people in the, in the hot tub, I think I would have acknowledged it. I would have too, I think. Like, oh, sick. Wow. <laughs> nice I, push. I was going to say, <laughs> wow, that's... You got another one in there for us, <laughs> And then he sir. gets up and leaves like that was his <laughs> M.O. That yes. was his plan all along. I'm just going to go fart in the hot tub and then leave. He's he's the fart <laughs> bandit. He just goes to travel to hotels across the country, drops a fart and leaves. I'd like to I'd like to lodge a complaint about one of the guests <laughs> here. Can you call the police <laughs> about something like that? Or... <laughs> Ma'am, this is the emergency line. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't there. You weren't there. This is an emergency. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I'm currently looking for some trees for our house. Oh, it's tree shopping time. Tree shopping time. Our new house is like 20-some years old, and a lot of the other homes in the neighborhood, obviously they planted trees when the house was built, so now they have these like nice mature trees in the yard. Nice. They have privacy. We don't have that. Whoever built our house Mm. didn't plant any trees. 
Hmm. Um, on one hand, it's nice because we don't have any problem trees to deal with. Fair. Some of these trees are planted. It's the wrong tree. It's in the wrong spot. becomes a big problem. So we don't have that. Yep. Um, but on the other hand, it would be very nice to have some privacy. But as the old Chinese proverb says, Shauna, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Hmm. The second best time is now. The wor- just side note, like the the worst thing about my parents' house growing up is they did plant trees and they actually overgrew the yard and we had to take them out. And it was a depressing day. You have to be really careful with which tree you pick and where you put it. Some yeah. people just like, oh, I like this. This will look nice here. And you don't think about it 30 years down the road and what a problem it's going to be. Our yard became the tree yard of heaven. Like trees just would thrive. It was crazy. They would. They were growing so quickly. Like we had this Bruce Bruce that it was like the perfect place for it. And it shot up to be taller than the house. And mm-hmm. it was so massive. And it was beautiful. But yeah, eventually we were like, uh, it's going to take over the house. So. And if it falls in a storm, it lands in the house. Yeah. Or if the roots get into the plumbing, there's massive. all yeah. kinds of things that can happen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. So now I'm looking at the yard and I'm trying to imagine how big the trees will be eventually and if that'll cause any issues and the whole exercise is really weird because like what other purchase do you have to think about at that time scale it's true yeah right like what you know 20 years from now what is this gonna do where's this gonna be like you know for example the the one spot where i want to put a tree i'm like well when it gets big the trampoline will be in the way but then i thought 20 years from now i'm not gonna have a trampoline in the yard my kids won't be living at home anymore I might be a grandpa 20 years from now, for all I know. Yep. Maybe I'll still have the trampoline so the grandkids I can play on say, it. Like, yeah. That's just a really weird thought when it you're looking is. at your yard right now at, you know, at my age and thinking, where should I put these trees? It's very... Yeah, that's a spooky thing to think about. It's heavy, isn't it? Yeah. It's heavy. It's like... It's exciting, though. It is, but it also like puts your whole life... It's like, that's a, like a quarter of my life. I need to think about... I need to think that far down the road. I need to think about what this is going to look like when I'm a grandpa. Or just don't. Just plant them wherever you want them right now and deal with that later. B and S in 20 minutes or less. Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. Beckler along with Shauna. Oh, this is a doozy, Beckler. Like, I don't even know how to go about it, <laughs> describing this conspiracy to you, but it's one that many people have been talking about recently, so we're just going to dive right into it here. It's a chess conspiracy. So this American chess master named Hans Niemann has been accused of cheating. There's a lot of cheating scandal going on in the chess world right now. Uh, The way that he cheated, though, according to everybody, is everybody believes that he used vibrating anal beads to vibrate to him his next move. So we're going to back it up a little bit here. So he has beads in his bum that vibrate. (laughs) Beads in his biscuit. And then they tell him what move to do? Yes. So there's been other accusations where people have been using things with their feet. So they will tap the opponent's move with their feet, and then a computer will then send them back based on that move what they should do next. Uh, okay, so it's with the help of a computer. So it's with the help of a computer. Interesting. I heard I heard there was a big scandal in the chess world right now, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't even know how to play chess, so I didn't specifically know what yeah. it was. Oh, this is a doozy, let me <laughs> tell you, because, I mean, the tapping of the feet is one thing, but uh, this is something completely different, and a lot of people think that it, it has happened. So people believe that he, in fact, yes, used these... These beads in his bum. So is somebody okay. running the computer then? Beads in his badonk donk. That's what I'm not entirely certain of. If it's a computer that calculates it himself, or if somebody then 
you know, vibrates to these beads. What he's supposed to be doing next, I'm not sure. Uh, either way. But he feels... <laughs> that buzzes He feels to it him. in his barking spider, and then he knows what, what to do next. Yeah. Yeah. He gets signals from his smuggler that then tells him, okay, this is where I got to put the next move, the hmm. next piece. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really wanting to win. That's, yeah. He's out there. Beads in his badonkadonk that tells him how his signals right from his schnitzel. Like, like that's gotta, aggressive, honestly. Oh my god! And like you like, gotta think, like before your match, what are you're you in doing the bathroom, with your like, life? Right? What am I up to? Like, what am? Is this what I wanted to do? Yeah. Like going through airport security, and they're like, "Sir, you've got something up." Yes, I know. I'm going to play chess. Excuse me. <laughs> like, don't you know anything about don't chess? Don't you understand? There's a rook in your bum. I just, <laughs> They're going to have to start checking jazz players' bums on the way into the tournaments. Okay, checkmate. Is- let me check your bum. Okay. <laughs> Good joke. Good joke. Oh, my God. On the plausibility scale, Shauna, how many bangs on the dugout garbage oh. can of the Houston Astros does this one get out of 10? Don't the give Astros. the Astros a- Oh, come on. I, I know. It's to- right there. Don't give them Everything any ideas. You say, hold- They're all going to have... Bum beads telling them what gives a new meaning to Astros for sure. (laughs) (laughs) The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. My son Bo saw something strange at his school yesterday. Oh, okay. So he's in grade two. Mm -hmm. He said he went to use the bathroom during class and he went in there and all of the taps were on. There was water on the floor and all of the urinals flushed at the same time as he walked in. That's spooky. He said there was another kid in there, and I'm like, okay. So, I mean, it's possible that this kid was the one who wet the floor and turned all the taps on. I said, were they like motion sensor taps or were they like taps with handles? He said, they're taps with handles. So, it's possible that somebody turned turned all the taps on, but it would not be possible to flush all the urinals at the same time. That's where I got confused. I was like, okay, so a kid played a prank, but all the... That's weird. I said, Bo... I think you got yourself a piss ghost at the school. Hmm. That's, I mean, that sounds to me very much like the work of a piss ghost. Yep. It sounds like Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter was in there. I mean, she was kind of a piss ghost, wasn't she? Was she was a piss ghost. She's full out of piss ghost. Yeah. She was the OG piss ghost, in fact, so maybe she's there at his school. <sighs> I never even thought of old Moaning Myrtle. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I thought of. It must have been her. Yeah. Her or another, as you call it, piss ghost. Both schools That's got spooky. themselves a moaning How myrtle. How old is the school? Mm, 20 some years, so not uh, super old. Okay. I mean, old enough to be haunted. Yeah. But. Uh, enough to have a, their own <laughs> moaning myrtle in there. That's playing with the. That's spooky. Super spooky. Yeah. I was like, that's spooky, Bo. I probably wouldn't be going that's to that, that bathroom alone anymore. Is there a different bathroom that you can use? Doesn't moaning myrtle move to the pipes, though? Yeah. So she, she, can, be come anywhere. Up, she can come up anywhere, can't she? Anywhere yeah. where there's plumbing. The piss ghost. That's the way. That's how a piss ghost gets around. <laughs> just through the pipes. Man, spooky things just seem to follow our family. Did I ever tell you about the time? Oh my god! The, with the ghost not? pizza. I don't want to hear it. I again. didn't tell you that one. Holy. V and S in twenty minutes or less. So during the pandemic, three of my closest friends were out of work for a while, and uh, it was funny because during the time they they didn't complain much, but we have a pretty knit or close knit group of friends, and the rest of us who were lucky enough to kind of not get laid off would try and subtly pay for things here and there and we're trying to do some extra stuff so that you know it would relieve some of the stress uh well they're now all working again 
and this is going to sound really stupid, but we had a night the other night where uh, we had a friend who used to always like to order a round of shots at some point during the night, right? Like mm-hmm. it was kind of his thing and he would always pay for it. And it was, he was making good money at the time. And during the pandemic again, when he was laid off, this wasn't happening anymore. And so I kind of took over and the odd time would do it and be like, okay, these are on me. So I ordered a round of shots the other night. And after I did, they came around to pay and I was about to pay for it. And he slips his card across the table and he's like, I got this. And this sounds stupid, but it was one of those moments where we all kind of looked at each other and we were like, <gasps> he's back. He's back. He's man. back, baby. He's back. <laughs> uh, and again, it sounds stupid, but his girlfriend at the time almost got a little emotional because, again, she's, of course, been trying to help out and, and mm-hmm. trying to cover the burden of this as well. And the fact that he's now working and he's back making good money again and all of our, our friends in this group now are all back kind of back to where they were. It was it was a big moment. Yeah. It was kind of a, a silly, stupid, again, it, I know it's not much, but it was a big moment. I don't think it's silly or stupid. It's symbolic of like getting through a tough time yeah. and coming out the other side. Yeah. And, and it just got me thinking, and I think we were all kind of thinking after that, it's like so many people have been in that, you know, situation through the last two years mm-hmm. and people who have been unbelievably stressed and trying to hold things together and, you know, help the family and do whatever. And and I'm just really hoping that a lot of those people who are going through that are having these moments now, right? Just these little moments. And when it happens, even as as dumb as it may sound, make sure you acknowledge it and are like, yeah, we're coming out the other side of this. That is awesome. I completely agree. And I think I've, it's cool when friends like support each other like that too. Mm -hmm. I I think I've told you this story before, but when I started in radio, I was so broke, you know, like you making less than minimum wage basically when you start. And my friends were all doing better than me. And they're like, we're, we're going on our annual trip. And I was like, I can't, I can't go guys. You know, like I, I don't have any money, right? You can barely make rent. Yeah. And they're like, well, we'll, we'll kind of like take care of it. Just make sure you're there. And so they yeah. kind of like quietly paid my way the whole, and now that, I mean, they're, they're still doing well. And now that I've kind of like caught up, uh, whenever I can, I try to like, yeah. you know, buy us a nice bottle of whiskey or like pick up a tab somewhere if I can. Cause yeah. I, I don't forget that they like they didn't exclude me when I didn't have any money, right? And that's the thing I find with radio that happened to me as well when cause when you're first starting out you just you don't make any money. And so now I always try and yeah, pay it forward kind of when yeah. I'm now that I'm doing better. It's like, well, now I want to do that for other people who are in that situation cuz I got it done for me, right? So Yeah, it's cliché, but you when times get kind of tough, yeah. you see who your friends are, right? Mm-hmm. And if your friends stick by you whether you have money or not. Yeah. That's really cool. So I'm pumped for your buddy. And like, I agree with you. I hope that anybody who was struggling over the last couple of weeks is starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Weeks, years, years. excuse me. Yeah. Years. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So when I got my newest phone, I gave my old one to my oldest son, Bo. And I was like, you can just use this to play games or whatever, watch yeah. videos, listen to music. It's not on a data plan. He just uses it on Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't know this, but it turns out he also uses it to take unflattering photos of McKenna and I when we're not looking. That's amazing. <laughs> and he and Brigham both think it's hilarious. I guess uh, they have more than a few of these pictures on their devices. Amazing. So the other day, Bo was upset with me because I said he couldn't have a snack or something. So he went up to his room and then I got a text and it was this picture of me that he had taken. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> that is amazing. Maybe I'll throw this on the ex-Instagram story so you can oh see it, but it's just God. not a good photo. It's oh. like... <laughs> 
<laughs> that is amazing. This is the photo that they're going to use if I ever commit a crime. Yep. They're going to put this on the news because it basically solidifies my guilt. It's, like I look like I look like an evil person you in this like photo. You look like a serial killer for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's like, well, that's the guy. He yep. did it. Obviously. For sure. That guy looks no bad. No question. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bo. I didn't even know he took this photo. He's got oh, all my. these photos that he takes when we're not looking. That is phenomenal. <laughs> Good work. It is super funny. Good work. At the same time, though, I had to post another photo recently for this um, this clothing company I'm working with. Yeah. And I needed a photo, and Brigham took the photo. He's five. <laughs> and it was such a great photo. And I was our digital guy here, Sam, at the station was like, who took this? And I was like, my five-year-old. Oh, my These God. These kids and their devices, It's man, terrifying. Yep. They're they way ahead have- of us. Oh, yeah. Yep, Brigham's taking good photos. They're both taking deliberately bad photos. Which is blackmailing you. <laughs> That's good. Five-year-old blackmail. <laughs> v and S in 20 minutes or less. Do you ever do really stupid things when you're unbelievably overtired, Beckler? <laughs> what kind of stupid things? Well, I was chatting with a friend of mine recently, and she has been on this run through work, and she's been traveling all over the place, and uh, she slept very little. And she's somebody who never, ever gets the time wrong on something or date or anything it's just not something she does and she's she, prompt and she did it recently and she was like i can't believe it she's like i don't remember the last time i've done this but she goes i am at a level of overtiredness like i've slept so little that this is what i've done this important meeting i actually got the time wrong and i was laughing and i was like well that i mean everybody kind of does that here and there although she normally doesn't i understand so this is extreme for her but i was like when i'm overtired like I start to lose my head. Mm-hmm. I lose everything I own. If I get to a specific level, I can't keep track of anything. Like it's 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 insane, and it gets to be ridiculous. And people are like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I'm not normally irresponsible, but I will hit that level of tired where I can't help it. Things just go missing." I yeah, it's a it's a full on impairment at that point, right? It's, it's why they say you shouldn't drive when you're that tired because yeah. you're dangerous. And I once read that at Guant- Guantanamo Bay with the detainees there, what often broke them was sleep deprivation. It wasn't, you know, waterboarding or whatever else they were doing there. Mm -hmm. It was someone coming in and waking them up every time they started to nod off, and you do start to lose your mind. Yep. I uh, I get to that myself sometimes where I'm so sleep-deprived that my body wakes me up when I try and sleep. You get to that point where it almost is like you're not supposed to sleep right now. You go into that survival mode. So every time I nod off, I'll jerk back up myself weird, and be like, very oh, weird. this is not good. When I get to that point, I'm always like, I need to figure out how to sleep here. Especially if you have a job like where you need to be alert. Yeah. You know, where you where you have an important job where you need to be sharp and Oh yeah. You know. Like luckily here, I mean, if I fall asleep, it's not going to ruin okay. the world. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. Uh, you might be weirded out if I just pass out of next to you, but that would be really it. Whereas if you're If you operate, operate a crane, I was just going to say <laughs> heavy machinery, right? Like you couldn't be at that level. But it's crazy because we don't talk about that a whole lot, sleep deprivation, but I feel like most people are operating under some sort of sleep deprivation. They are. I read this book. It's called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, and it should be mandatory reading, I think, because it's a it's a health crisis that isn't talked about at all. And he he says it's it is a, it's an epidemic at this point. Like yeah, people who are underslept, and he he goes into detail about all the things that start to happen when you don't sleep. He talks about ways that you can combat it. Yeah. Um. And it was it's one of the most fascinating books I've ever read. It's called Why We Sleep. And if you get your hands on it, it'll it'll really change your relationship with sleep. Yeah. And if you don't come away with that prioritize from that prioritizing it, like it's it's something. Yeah, it's really something. Just little times, even where you know I'm staring at the front door of my condo and I'm using my car key to try and unlock it. Like, <laughs> why is 
Why is this working? Yeah, that's too tired, like, Shauna. That's, that's too much. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. It's also a really depressing read if you have a job like ours where you're just bound to run on little sleep. Yeah. You know, if, I mean, you know, if you're a shift worker or somebody who works really early mornings or it's, you're going to come away with this thinking like, well, damn, what do I do? Right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's why I'm a little bit alarmed to, to read it, but uh, I should. Yeah, he talks about like the link between lack of sleep and Alzheimer's and dementia and stuff. And it's kind of funny at our house because whenever the, you know the kids are keeping us awake or whatever, or I, you know, for whatever reason I can't I can't go to sleep when I want to. I was saying it's okay. I'll just die early. I guess like that's and it's true. Like, it's I'm true, sure yeah. this is taking years off our life. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I I know it, but I'm like I can't do anything about it at the moment. But you maybe can't. down the line somewhere. You know, I'll uh, I'll learn to sleep. I'll just knock myself out. Actually, I'll just take a bunch of sleep meds. BNS in twenty minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. Got a message yesterday from friend of the show Suzanne, and Suzanne was asking if you could look into the etymology of the term "take it with a grain of sand." Mm-hmm. Oh, take it with a grain of salt. I thought. Excuse me. Yeah, take I it was with like, a grain of salt. I said it wrong. I was like, take, with, "Is this a new phrase?" Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Don't know nope. about that one. I got it wrong. Okay. Um, yeah. I didn't have Suzanne's text in front of me, but no, I should yeah. also know what the what the saying is. Yeah, take, take it with a, a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. So mm-hmm. I don't think we featured that one before, have no, we? No, we haven't. What does it mean? So the origin is is kind of unclear. So there's a few different theories. Um, some believe it comes from the idea that things are just easier to eat with salt especially a long time ago when things probably didn't taste quite as delicious. If you just put some salt on that, it would disguise the taste of things. So you just ingest it that way. So some think that that may be where we started saying it and then it went from there. Because that that doesn't really relate to how it's used today. It's not. Today it means like have a healthy dose of skepticism when consuming something, right? Yes, yes. And so that's why that one, it's like, okay, well, how does it bridge to how we use it now? Nobody really knows. Um, Others think that it may be because Pliny the Elder... Okay, which I don't One know. of the better names in history, I think. Yeah, it's a great name. But uh, so the discovery of a recipe for an antidote to a poison was something that people believe it was. So in this antidote that Pliny the Elder was talking about, one of the ingredients was a grain of salt. And threats involving the poison were then to be taken with a grain of salt and therefore less seriously. Oh, okay. So that's another A single grain of salt? A grain of salt. Yeah. I don't know why you... Not sand. Definitely yeah, salt. Not not sand. Uh, and then alternatively, some think it comes from the Roman general Pompey, and he believed that he could make himself immune to poison if he ingested small amounts of various poisons himself, and then he took this treatment with a grain of salt to make it easier to swallow this poison. So his idea was like people couldn't kill him with these poisons if he could kind of train his body and he would take it with a grain of salt. But again, the whole like less seriously and the the meaning behind why we use it now doesn't really make sense with that explanation either. So how did Pompey die? That's a good question. I don't know. Was it poison? (laughs) Self-inflicted poison? It may have been if that's how he was training himself. You can't poison me if I take all the poison all the time. It's not how that works. No. Sorry, Pompey. And the, the salt, I mean, that's not an actual antidote. So there you go. But yeah, the the one that makes the most sense is, of course, the middle of those where... From Pliny the Elder? Yes, from Pliny, yeah. because it, he was saying that, you know, the grain of salt kind of helps. It's an antidote. So there you go. 
Etymology with Shauna. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Did you have rules growing up when it came to having a girl over, Beckler? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, did we? I don't know. We sure did. You did? Yeah. If I wanted to have a boy over, there were some very specific rules that I had to I had to go by. Okay. So, uh, first of all, no boy was allowed in my room. Okay. Not allowed to be in my room ever. Mm-hmm. So we could, that room was off limits. Okay. Then basement was okay, but the lights had to be on at all times and the basement door had to remain open. <laughs> and I was thinking about this recently and I got laughing and I was like, you realize like this is not stopping any skronking from happening. Okay. Like you setting these rules does not mean that we're not going to skronk. We're just going to find other ways to do it. What about blankets? Yeah. Uh, blankets were okay. Didn't you say Bill Jefferson kept the house a bit of a meat locker. It was he sure cold. did. It was frigid. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely frigid. So blankets were never discussed, I don't think, that I recall. So blankets were okay, because I remember we definitely had blankets. But mm-hmm. yeah, no. Nope. Lights had to be on. Door Lights had to be on. open. Nobody in the room. Door open. Yeah, I don't think if we had retreated to the room, I don't think my parents would have been cool with that. Yeah. But we didn't have lights on or door open rule. Okay, yeah, we did. Very specific. Yeah, basement, fine. Door open, though. Okay. The one rule that my parents had, and it was a point of tension as I got older, uh, is that like I was never allowed to stay at a girl's house, and a girl was never allowed to stay over. And this is even when I was an adult, like out of school, paying rent but living at home. Oh, interesting. And I was like, I pay rent. Yeah. Like, I'm still not allowed to, to stay at my girlfriend's house? And they said, not while well, you're living here. Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean... That's kind of what I wonder about all the rules, though, because, again, I was like, we'll find it. Well, like, well, you'll do it in the park if you have to. You're hormonal teenagers. You know what I mean? I have a car. Yeah, like, <laughs> totally. So it can't be that. That's not why those rules were... were I think it's more doing it under their roof. You it's know what I mean? It's the proximity? It's the proximity. They don't want to know that you're skronking within the same house as them, which mm-hmm. I kind of understand. Like, that's... Yeah. And if you own the house and you pay for everything, yeah. you can you can kind of make your own rules, can't you? You can make it Whether skronkless fair- if you'd like to, you know? <laughs> it's a skronk-free zone. Is this it's a skronk free zone. Okay, Just you want to skronk? Get out of here. You know? <laughs> Take it somewhere else. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.